when I started uh, uh, going to Atlanta, you know, my older brother was real cool with Jazzy Faye. Okay. Jazzy Faye noontime was very, you know, warming and 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 hospitable to me when I was coming back and forth to Atlanta. And that would be one of the studios that I would always, you know, slide through. Yeah. I let Jazzy, it'd always be somebody in there. You might bump in the Puff, you might bump in the, you know, Mary J. Blige, Mariah sure. Carey, you know what I'm saying? Jonte Austin was a writer out of there. Uh, J-Dub was one of the hitmen producers. He was working out of there. Uh, Polo the Don yeah, yeah. was another artist uh, in Jim Crow that was working out of there. So it was a lot of different energy, but that's where I met my manager, Squeak. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, once we started rocking, man, he was managing Jody Breeze at the time, but he was like, man, you got to get with Jody Breeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get with Jody Breeze. You know, Squeak bumped me in the block. That's how I met Block okay. and the Boys in the Hood thing. Yeah, so yeah, a lot yeah. of my biggest moments came from that Boys in the Hood going into... Jeezy, standing yeah. ovation was my first platinum plaque. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then going from there to Shawty Plies, T Pain, you know, to uh Rocco, I'ma do me, to White Girl, Jeezy, yeah. to Photo Shoot, Gucci Man, I think I love her. Like, bam, just man, Drake, money to blow, just you know, whoever I was getting around and 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 being fed, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm delivering for them, whether it was through a label, whether it was independent, yeah, you know what I mean? Who you what you got for me? Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's just really about what you able to do for yeah. the person right next to you. Yeah, man. And I think that's one of the, one of the coolest things because I heard you say a couple of times, man, that a lot of the biggest things that you've done, you didn't go in it with the, you know what I'm saying, intention of getting paid. It's just how can I amplify this project? How can I help the next person, you know what I'm saying, do what they need to do? Yeah, I'm 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 kind of like what you what you would call a Michael Jordan uh, beat making. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm 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 that's about accurate. the passion. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm the guy that's willing to take the price cut, you know what I mean, and get paid bare minimum, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, to to leave it on the field. For sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. and, it, and it's really about like what you what you how how bad, you know what I'm saying, you want it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And then I get paid off of performance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like at least let me let me score the 60 point game first. Yeah. Then you can pay me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm putting them points on the board. You know what I mean? Yeah. Them triple doubles. You know what I mean? Them sure. MVPs and championships. And and then, okay, it started coming on the back end. You know what I mean? And now we got a legacy of producers that have followed this model. You know, there's so many people that I done gave hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And it's millions and millions of producers that tell me every day, like, you the reason why I'm doing it. So, you know, to be able to have this brand. Yeah. Drummer Boy is a brand. For sure, for sure. You know what I mean? And we doing a lot of different things in the merch world, House of Fresh, the store in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, instilling the business. Yeah. You know, motivating guys to copyright their music. Mm-hmm. One of the cheapest things you can do. Yeah. Yo, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Equity Tap Network. Listen, I need you guys to do me a favor, man. I need you guys to get locked in. This is going to be a dope interview. Listen, man, I got a special guest, a Memphis legend, a living legend, a pioneer in the industry, man. I would even say the conductor of the trap music era. Man, I got nothing other than my guy, Jerome Boy, in the building, man. I got to read off some of these accolades just so you guys know who we're talking to. So as we dive into this conversation, you guys will know the magnitude of some of the answers and the questions and the topics that we dive deep into who we're talking to in the mindset that he's framing these answers through, man. So I need you guys to lock in. Let me read this real quick, man. 
Drummer Boy is known for producing chart-topping hits like I Put On by Jeezy, Look At My Day Out by Migos, Shawty from Plies featuring T-Pain's and A Walk A Flock of Flames, Club Banger, No Hands featuring Roscoe Dash and Wale, along with other hits including First platinum R&B record, No Love, from August Alcina featuring Nicki Minaj. Drummer continues to record chart-topping records, working with some of the music industry's hottest acts like Usher, 2 Chainz, T.I., Kanye West, Keisha Cole, Lil Wayne, Drake, Chris Brown, Wiz Khalifa, among others, man. Drummer, man, you have inspired a whole movement. This has been a, you know, dope to really just kind of research you, man, dive into your background. Uh, we got a mutual friend, of course, my guy Cutter. You know, okay, Cutter, man, he's uh he introduced me to kind of your story a couple years back, man, because I know he he got a a good opportunity to kind of see the movement behind the camera, right? And he used to tell me some of these cool stories, man. But it wasn't until we uh we locked this interview down where I really dived into your story, man. And when I tell you I was amazed, dude, at some of the stuff that you've been able appreciate to accomplish. It, appreciate it. Yeah, man, Grammy winning producer. You got a record that went diamond. So, man, I want to dive into some of this stuff, man. I know you got some new projects that you got coming up, and I want to kind of talk about that mindset too, man, because achieving as much as you've achieved and continuing to stay hungry, you know what I'm saying, and create more projects, man, I think is extremely dope, man. So, Drummer Boy, do me a favor, man. I know a lot of my audience probably familiar with your story, but for those that don't know, maybe just a quick introduction. Tell us a little bit about yourself, man, and we're going to jump into this thing. Already, man, Drummer Boy, uh... Producer out of Memphis, you know what I'm saying? Insane Wayne, little brother, you know what I mean? Uh, Dr. Ghost and son, you know what I mean? Uh, I came up under the orchestra with my pop, you know what I'm saying, in the church sure. uh, with moms. And, you know, I had an older brother by Insane Wayne, R.I.P. So, you know, coming in the game for me, I was around a lot of OGs, you know what I mean, from sweeping hair at Nayla Song Barbershop or, or sweeping hair at the uh, Dynasty One. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh for for Big Bro. And that's how I met Three Six Mafia. Yeah. Uh Eight Ball and MJG, just so many of the legends that I work with today. Tila. Um, you know what I mean? Started doing uh beats around 14. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um just just grinded one hit at a time. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Man. I did Tennessee for Tila on double dose, uh, make them get their money right, pop that book. Yeah, make yeah, them yeah. get their money right, Pastor Troy. You know what I mean? When you see me shout it, pop, you call it, then you holler, that's sure. what's up. Yo, got it. You know what I mean? And just, you know, helping so many people tell their story, man, you got to know my music as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Look, I want to I wanna start with the book, man, the documentary, right, Behind the Hits. I think that's such an appropriate title, you know what I'm saying, for your career because literally you've been behind the hits, you know what I'm saying, that has literally fostered or, or, or kind of brought this whole movement in, man. Talk to me a little bit about the book, man, Behind the Hits and the whole documentary and how it came about. Uh, it's really just giving you the stories behind, like, the scenes, what I was doing, what I was going through, you know, maybe how much money I had at the time, just, you know, the struggle, yeah, yeah. you know, the grind, you know what I mean? And, and really, you know, turning nothing into something, yeah, literally, you know, so I wanted to show that, you know, as well as the business sense behind a lot of the records and the importance of me having publishing, being mm -hmm. able to get back in, being able to get those residuals, not knowing what these records going to do at that time, yeah. but if they do, do something, okay, mm -hmm. we getting blessed on the back end. So, you know, having those entertainment lawyers, having management in place, just the importance of the business side, because I, I think yeah. that's like 90% of it outside of just how hard the beats are. For sure, for sure. And man, that's one of the sides that I really, really want to jump into, right? Because you got two decades of hits, right? 
and you've managed to remain uh, relevant, right, and continue to reinvent yourself in this industry, man. And as an entrepreneur myself, I know that, you know, you always hit a wall and you got to break through that wall, right, man? So I'm just kind of curious to dive into your story and, and, and figure out those points in which you hit the wall, man, and your mindset and how you kind of push through it. So, man, take me back just a little bit, man, because I think uh, one of the biggest tracks that really familiarized a lot of people with you, man, and of course, here in, in, in Tennessee, man, you are already doing your thing, but I think, man, that Gotti track, man, I was a, a freshman in college at UTC, man, and that thing was our anthem for Memphis, right? Oh, yeah. Tell me about that project, man, and how it came together. Um, I had previously worked with Gotti on Life album, so that was like our first time working. Uh, I did four tracks on the Life album. My producer, Swizzo, did four tracks on there, and my brother also did four tracks. So we collectively did like the album pretty much outside of Slice T. Slice did the single. I think Lil John did a record on the Life album as well. Um, and then, you know, we went into Back to the Basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that, that that's what's up was like an intro. For real, like I always open up a lot of guys' albums, even with Standing Ovation as an intro song. Yeah. And the intro end up being a single. For sure. You know what I mean? So it, it's just, you know, the the that's, that's the orchestra side of me that, you know, kind of blended in the part of the, the trap and hip hop of Memphis. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like once I took what I had from the orchestra and the, and the game that I got from pop and then mixed it into what I learned in the street and, you know, what I was doing with my brother, it was, it was, it was a wrap. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. Yo, what's going on, Equity Chasers? Listen, I know you guys are enjoying the episode. Real quick, I know that you guys have already subscribed to the channel, so that's not why I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you guys because we have some major things that we're going to be rolling out. So what I need you to do is pause the video, go down to the description. Right above the description of the video, you're going to see a link. That link is going to give you access to our email list. I need you to subscribe. So when we roll out some of these things, you'll be one of the few that can get into the room. What are we going to roll out? We're going to be opening up our studios this summer. We're going to be letting you guys come in. We're going to be letting you guys watch us record live. We also have some live events planned. We have a lot of things that we're going to be rolling out for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to take your business, your game to the next level this summer. You're going to want to hit that email list and tap in. So look, let's do this. Let's get back to the video. Thank you. I, uh, I know, man, some of the early, you know, movement of the hip hop culture here in Memphis, it was, and we had this conversation off camera, it was really, you know what I'm saying, hand to hand, it was burning the CDs, it was getting out there, meeting the customer, right, really putting yourself in a position so people can know you, and fast forward to today, right, you've seen all the success and can take any avenue, really, to produce or publish a project, man, and I thought one of the interesting things was, you decide to self-publish the book, right, uh, and take on a lot of those responsibilities and go back to kind of some of the basics when it comes to marketing, man. Tell me about that. What made you decide to do it that way? Oh, uh, it's just fun, man, the grind, the journey, uh, and, and you know, utilizing your relationships. That's one thing, you know, you got to realize we go place to place, city to city, putting numbers in our phone. Yeah. Putting numbers in our phone, and you build this database, but... You don't water that database. You yep. don't follow up with those people that you meet and say, hey, you know, I'm just checking in. Good to meet you last week, mm -hmm. you know, and, and staying on these people's mind. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Checking on people outside of business. Hey, how you doing? How's the family? How's the daughter, the son or whatever, the kids? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, you know, those relationships and me watering those relationships put me in position to bring certain people together that I knew were knowledgeable mm -hmm. in that field. So I went and got the best man, Wahida Clark, uh, Tamiko Hope, good friend of mine, PR. She helped me record a lot of these conversations and record a lot of the moments that I had throughout my period and be able to 
put it into a timetable. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then matching that factually with the actual release times of all of these different songs. For sure. And then, you know, instilling the best knowledge that I could about each particular song. But, you know, I, I enjoy um, having my hands on it and being able to do it when I want to do it. Like, I knew I wanted to drop this for my 40th birthday. Yeah. Time was getting short. And I couldn't wait on a deal. I'm not really looking for a book deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And I didn't that that would have been a 2024 release and it yeah. would have came out after the fact, like everything about this moment. It took me 10 years to do it now. Mm -hmm. But dropping it on 40 years of greatness, my 40th birthday, uh, it was magical, man. Yeah. And man, I think there's some uh some real game in kind of what you just said, right? Uh, just having the, the the knowledge and the business uh, savvy to know that, man, it's going to take all of this for me to bring this to the market. But there's a window of time in which I have to capture this momentum. And if I miss this, you know what I'm saying, it could derail or, or possibly affect the release of the project, man. And it makes me really just kind of go back and think about, you know what I'm saying, your career as a whole, right? Man, one of the things that I noticed in my research is you really been getting it, man, from day one, right? I think a lot of people get in the game and, you know what I'm saying, they struggle, 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 struggle. And I know there's some struggle in it, but because of your background and you combine it with the talent that you had, man, you know, you were able to really capitalize off of it. And that's kind of where I want to lay my hat at for a second, man. Once you think about just that raw talent that you had, right? That, of course, will get you to a level, but you got to mix it in that hustle and understand the business side of it, man. How how were you able to combine those two sides to really create the success? Because I heard something like you had, you were selling beats in high school for 2500 Yeah, I was about to say, man, it, it's been plenty of struggle. I just was at it so early. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was making beats at 14. For sure. And just every day, you know, like, I got into some trouble. I'm from, you know, Black Haven. So, you know, got into some trouble in the Haven, woo, 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 you know what I'm saying? End up, mama moved to Cordova. Mm -hmm. It's like 13. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And... I, at that point, I'm in a whole different demographic. I, I, I ran into my Bridgewater niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. found the hood out there right down the street and bam, just started understanding, you know, I'm selling bass taste to white boys now, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With Alpines and 18s in their trunk, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Alpine car systems or whatever, bam. So $100 a tape, $100 yeah, yeah, yeah. a tape. And it the, the hustle changed. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It was almost like Fresh Prince of... Cordova, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. around white girls, and oh my God, yeah, totally, yeah, like, just, you know what I'm saying, a whole different flip, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you see what I'm saying, and then bam, just turning it into a hustle, like, coming up with my my faculty niggas, you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. like, what we been through, we been through, but I love them niggas, yeah, 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 yeah. you know what I'm saying, these niggas, I grew up in the Haven, for sure, you know what I'm saying, so we doing that 15, 16, I put projects out with faculty, I put a project out with Trill, yeah, you know what I'm saying? My niggas from Chapel Hill, like these my niggas, this my family. Like we sold out the Wimbledon Sports Complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then was the days where I really like, okay, we 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 packed out 500 people. Dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the shit I want to do. You know what I'm saying? They rapping my words. They they moving and dancing <laughs> to my beats. For sure. You know what I mean? So that those were the moments that helped me. You know, clarify like I'm that nigga. Like this this something I'm finna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So by the time I did get around the Tealers and the Yo Gotti's and the Jeezys and so on and so forth. It was that confidence of who I was. I had mixed, I had mastered, I had For sure. rapped, I had pr produced, I yeah, had yeah, done, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I had promoted, I'm marketing. I used to do the promotion and marketing for uh, Mouth of the South, pal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So just learning from a lot of the cats in the city around Lester Pace, understanding radio, yeah. Ricardo Hunter, just around different people and seeing 
You know what I mean? How the game goes. So bam, once you once you once you saw got it mm-hmm. and, and got it go from where he was at to where he at now, bro, it's like, okay, I seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then we just did our own thing with the squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, man. During that that momentum phase, man, where you was dropping hit after hit, right? A lot of your records were starting to get out on the radio, uh, the banger with Jeezy, right? Uh, how were you managing all of that momentum, man? Because I know, you know, a part of your career, like you said, you were already getting it out the mud and grinding and doing that hustle, but I know that had to amplify everything, man. What what did that look like? Did you have to bring on a team, man? What were some of the pitfalls maybe uh that you learned during that process that you you know, you go back today and say, man, I should have did it this way. Or would you change anything man, about it? I wouldn't it? change shit, man. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, we definitely did everything the right way, you know what I'm saying? And just uplifting everybody, like getting all my guys in Atlanta, you know what I mean, into a market to where, you know, they, they, they everybody coming up. Everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. got people to work with. And then we pipelining everything to Memphis. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Building up real estate, you know what I mean? And just putting putting me and my people in a, in a better position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? And then, bam. Uh, taxes mm-hmm. would I would say would be like the biggest hurdle or the biggest you know not downfall yeah but like you know eye opener to okay. how things work even just getting behind like the more you get behind the more penalties and interest and and like once you really see how much of the money is like in penalties and interest yeah 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 it's yeah. outlandish for so sure so it just makes sense to you know have your numbers tight you know what I'm saying and and, and you know have estimated taxes yeah. Uh, payments, you know what I mean? So you don't get so far behind. For sure. Does that look like, man, something that you're taking on yourself and really understanding you're building out a team? Like, t- talk to me a little bit about that because I think a lot of entrepreneurs, man, and that's the audience that we're talking to, right? And, and through your extensive career, you've had to learn all of these things step by step, man. So was that you, you know, diving into that and figuring that out or how did I mean, all that from, work out? From the get-go, like when I started uh, uh, going to Atlanta, you know, my older brother was real cool with Jazzy Faye. Okay. Jazzy Faye Noontime was very, you know, warming and 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 hospitable to me when I was coming back and forth to Atlanta. And that would be one of the studios that I would always, you know, slide through. Yeah. I let Jazzy, it'd always be somebody in there. You might bump into Puff, you might bump into, you know, Mary J. Blige, Mariah sure. Carey, you know what I'm saying? Jonte Austin was a writer out of there. Uh, J-Dub was one of the hitmen producers. He was working out of there. Uh Polo the Don yeah, yeah. was another artist uh, in Jim Crow that was working out of there. So it was a lot of different energy, but that's where I met my manager, Squeak. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, once we started rocking, man, he was managing Jody Breeze at the time, but he was like, man, you got to get with Jody Breeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to get with Jody Breeze. You know, Squeak bumped me in the block. That's how I met Block okay. and the Boys in the Hood thing. Yeah, so yeah, a lot yeah. of my biggest moments came from that Boys in the Hood going into. Jeezy, standing yeah. ovation was my first platinum plaque. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then going from there to Shawty Plies, T Pain, you know, to uh Rocco, I'ma do me, to White Girl, Jeezy, yeah. to Photo Shoot, Gucci Man, I think I love her. Like, bam, just man, Drake, money to blow, just you know, whoever I was getting around and 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 and, and being fed, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm delivering for them, whether it was through a label, whether it was independent, yeah, you know what I mean? Who you what you got for me? Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's just really about what you able to do for yeah. the person right next to you. Yeah, man. And I think that's one of the, one of the coolest things because I heard you say a couple of times, man, that a lot of the biggest things that you've done, you didn't go in it with the, you know what I'm saying, intention of getting paid. It's just how can I amplify this project? How can I help the next person, you know what I'm saying, do what they need to do? Yeah, I'm 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 kind of like what you what you would call a Michael Jordan uh, beat making. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm 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 that's about accurate. the passion. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? I'm the guy that's willing to take the price cut, you know what I mean, and get paid bare minimum, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean, to to leave it on the field. For sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. and, it, and it's really about like what you what you how how bad, you know what I'm saying, you want it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And then I get paid off of performance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like at least let me let me score the 60 point game first. Yeah. Then you can pay me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm putting them points on the board, you know what I mean? Yeah. Them triple doubles. You know what I mean? Them sure. MVPs and championships and and then okay, it started coming on the back end, you know what I mean? And now we got a legacy of producers that have followed this model. You know, there's so many people that I done gave hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And it's millions and millions of producers that tell me every day, like, you the reason why I'm doing it. So, you know, to be able to have this brand, yeah. Drummer Boy is a brand. For sure, for sure. You know what I mean? And we doing a lot of different things in the merch world, House of Fresh, the store in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, instilling the business. Yeah. You know, motivating guys to copyright their music. Mm-hmm. One of the cheapest things you can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? What that's is that that's what put me in the game. You know, and the entertainment lawyers, one 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 lady I do have to shout out because you said yeah. about building a team. I gotta shout out Wendy Day. I gotta shout out Rap Coalition. Okay. Like she was the one out here doing classes and workshops for free yeah. for producers and songwriters teaching you about PRO, performing rights organizations. Okay. BMI, ASCAP, these are organizations where you can, you know, have them collect yeah, yeah, yeah. around the world globally and, and you get paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was having those things in place and without that knowledge, I wouldn't have been able to move the way I moved. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have understood the importance of an entertainment attorney, yeah. a producer agreement, you know, split sheets. For sure. You know what I mean? And all of those things that ensures my my contract ensures that I get this percentage on the back end, okay? Sure. If okay, if it goes gold or platinum, we escalate from three point five percent to four point five percent. Okay, so we getting extra incentives if we perform. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's it's all of that is essential to have in place entertainment, yeah. attorney, uh, management, uh, street team. You know what I mean? And, and now in this day and age, you need social media management. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. So you just got to evolve with the time. Man, talk to me about uh, linear integration, right? Uh, you see a lot of artists now, man, trying to figure out how to integrate different products and services, you know what I'm saying, throughout their chain. And I'm just kind of curious, how do you look at, you know what I'm saying, linearly integrating products in, in the brand that you built? What are some of the things that you're seeing working right now? What advice could you give other artists that want to, you know what I'm saying, profit off their name and their likeness? Oh, I say, you know, involve yourself with products that you actually like, okay. that you actually love, that you want to endorse. You know what I mean? Obviously, this is my story, so I'm I'm all about this. Yeah. You know, I'm very passionate about this particular item. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Sure. And um I can go around the world teaching different lessons and workshops and curriculums and, you know, bringing different people to play as far as panels and whatnot to, you know, instill more energy. Uh, and education behind this particular product. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's unlimited amount of data that I could give you about their product. And that's how you want to be with anything that you're pushing. For sure. Passionate. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And you want to have that, you know, uh, knowledge yeah, yeah, yeah. and reason why this is so important. You for know sure. what I mean? What can this do for me? How can it do it for me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When can it do it for me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Being able to answer all of the different questions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Where yeah. will it do it for me? You know what I mean? And then bringing all of that into That's what's it's up, like man. a pot of gumbo, man. Yeah. Once you look at uh, 
uh, uh, kind of, I guess, in the earlier, you know, phases of your career, once you think about reinvesting back into, you know what I'm saying, the business, what were some of those things that, man, you reinvested back in and made some of the biggest differences in your career early on? Uh, I would say real estate. Real you know estate, what I mean? Okay. Having a place to have a studio. <clears throat> I, I remember in my early days, I was spending a lot of money on studio time. Yeah. And it was getting to the point where it was like, man, every time I make some money, I'm spending not the, the whole check just on studio time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always wanted to make new music and whatnot. So I was like, man, let me get this condo downtown. You know what I'm saying? In sure. Atlanta, a lot of people who don't work with me, they know about the condo. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we made a lot of, <laughs> lot of, lot of classics out the condo. So uh, I would say that's that's probably like one of my biggest moves. Um, outside of real estate, um, investing back into equipment. Okay. And just technology, like it's always new and improved sounds and sound quality and, you know, uh, uh, doing beats on FL, you know what I mean? Not just on MPC, we making beats on Logic, we making beats on Ableton, like, yeah. you know, just getting familiar with just different versions and ways to do things. Like, it's a million ways to solve a problem. So, you know, solving, solving those, 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 issues, you know what I'm saying, with with upgrades. Yeah, for sure, man. And the reason I ask is because I think a lot of people, you know, don't look at how to reinvest back into the business. And a lot of times, you know, they can keep them from going to the next level. So I was just curious on your mindset, man. What were some of those things that was instrumental to you? Man, one thing I will say is publicists, man. Early okay. on, you know, taking that, I make 10000 Okay, let me take 2500 Make sure I got the publicist. And that's what was getting me in magazines. That's what was getting people familiar with my face. That was what was getting me booked in clubs and, you know, doing different hostings and whatnot. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fact that people could, oh, okay, bam. Oh, okay, he did that. Oh, okay, you know what I mean? I mean, it's the same effect of the book. So at the end of the day, nobody going to know about it unless you push it. Nobody going to know about it unless you market it. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So picking up publications, XXL, <clears throat> Source Magazine, Vibe, Genius. Yeah. You know, so on and so forth. You know, having those meetings with YouTube, MTV. Like, damn. You know, as a kid, you you only realize YouTube got offices or MTV yeah, yeah, yeah. got For offices sure. or yeah. you know, Spotify's got an office and a whole like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Shindig going on. So you know, just going to those is it's, it's almost like going to the label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You For know, sure. when you hear all this good music coming out of Jive or out of Def Jam, out of Motown, where when you actually go to the Motown offices, yeah, 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 with record label, yeah. it's like damn. You know what I mean? It just you know it's hit. the business of it all. Absolutely, yeah. but you know, establishing that relationship and having those people in place that you can contact at these you know corporations, you know, it it, it takes the game to a whole nother level. Man, you've said that a couple times when it comes to establishing relationships in the industry. You know what I'm saying? And I think that is it's been instrumental in helping you maneuver. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, man, talk to me a little bit about that. And then I really want to dive back into like the early hustle days, man. Some of the the essential things that you did, you know what I'm saying, the genius of your mindset, man, that made you different. Man, um, for one, you know what I'm saying, it was it was putting together, you know, my own playlist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I had my my squad, I was deep everywhere we go. Mm -hmm. You know, we had the got beat shirts, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm talking about I'm always having a cameraman capturing the moment, you know what I mean, and, and, and just mobbing, man. Like I get a call from uh, St. Louis, we on the way. I get a call yeah, yeah. from some guys in Florida, we on the way. Some guys from Chicago, all right, we on the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And really just caption those moments, you know, every studio session, caption those moments. K Cutter, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? From the early days, chapters, you yeah. know what I mean? Just doing the movies and doing the scores. I remember I did a song for one of the uh, my, uh, parts in the movie and everybody was like, man, John, <laughs> man, you need to keep flowing, fool. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> it was just that motivation that just, 
make you want to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like on the microphone and on the beats, just mobbing, you know, whatever these folk need, you know, yeah. dropping the hooks. I did Life Goes On, Ballin' G, you know, yeah, it, it yeah. wasn't one too many producers that's, you know, branding yeah. and marketing the way I'm moving, especially coming out of Memphis, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody with Crunk, man, we started Trap. Yeah, trap yeah. was a location. You know what I'm saying? We ain't had no GPS. We ain't had no navigation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This was just a spot, man. Okay, where you at, bit, bro? Yeah. And the trap, I right, bet I'm gonna be there in 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? And man, I just had OGs around me that stiff on me and kept me doing music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm seeing what I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. I'm painting these pictures because I'm seeing what's going down. I'm seeing transactions and whatnot. So you know what I'm saying? It's crazy because, man, I remember moving to Atlanta mm -hmm. with a $1,000, bro. I got a three-bedroom apartment. I found a plug. Yeah. Got the crib, da 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 Man, I went and got back my went and got my brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I went and got Swizzle. That was one of our producers. You know what I'm saying? I went and got my niggas. We got a three-bedroom. Come on, man. Yeah. Nigga, the day after I got everybody about, the trap got raided. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just about, man, yeah. It was all about mob and like yeah. this song we believe in, we gonna take this chance, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And bam, next thing you know, Pastor Troy, eight thousand uh, dollars, uh Gucci man, photo shoot, another four, five thousand yeah, yeah, dollars, yeah. Jeezy, standing ovation, another ten, fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> it was like psh, it, it, and just climbing and yeah. grinding, you know what I'm saying? And not trying to hit that big lick, but just putting in the work. A lot yeah, of people yeah, don't yeah. want to put in the work, man. Yeah, that's and it's real. something I, I really love to do, and that's that's why I say it's like I'm 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 MJ on the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, one of the things that, you know, I recognize too as you're telling your story and, and just doing research, man, you have insulated yourself with, you know what I'm saying, key figures to kind of keep you in that zone, man, because I've heard you going, you know, talk about coming back to Memphis and then turning right back around, going back to the A to do some projects like that, man, and just keeping the right people around you that'll call you and be like, yo, Here's the situation you need to put yourself in, man. And I think it's appropriate, really, for the city. You know what I'm saying? Being from Memphis, man, I know you got the key to the city for some some amazing things that you was doing. Talk to me a little bit about that, man. And I, I want to dive into, man, how do we really start rebuilding the city, man, based on some of the stuff that you know? Absolutely, man. Uh, welcome to my city, volume one. Yeah. Powerful. You know what I mean? Bringing, you know, everybody together. And I, I, this was something I was already doing even on Tennessee. Yeah. When we got the Tennessee Titans yeah, down yeah. here, you know what I'm saying? And um, I put Haystack, Gangsta Boo, R.I.P., Yo Gotti, yeah. Tila, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Maru, Slice T, little brother, you know what I mean? Criminal, man. Yeah. All on one song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I did that. You know what I mean? From from the day from from day one, I've been trying to unify, yeah. bring us together, and just show how powerful we are if we stand as one and represent one. Yeah, you from uh, West Memphis, man? You still Memphis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? East Memphis, okay. North Memphis, what? South Memphis, man. We all one for sure. We for rep sure. the city, man. We throw up that three or that M. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nine on one. It's one area code for sure. For sure. Period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know, just representing that same energy. You know what I mean? I think through Welcome to My City, it it, it showed, you know, that unification that the city city needed. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Seeing me on a song with Gotti. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every chance I get, you know what I'm saying? Volume two coming out with, with Dolph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to My City, man. Dolph, Player Fly, Zedzilla on the same song. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, man, just just always been, you know, that that that, that flagship for unification. 
Yeah, you man. You know what I mean? And and I, I think musically is one of the most powerful influences. So why not to do it through the music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, how, how do we recreate that, man? Because I've heard you say this, man, Memphis is the city that love to hate, right? And it's and it's a comical aspect uh, to it because a lot of times it's just the rites of passage, right? They're just checking to see if you're really from the city. You know how to handle yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but looking at kind of where we're at right now, man, with crime being at an all-time high, right? Uh, and opportunities can seem to be at an all-time low, man. We're doing this big entrepreneur push, right? Trying to get people more financially literate, man. You've done a lot of entrepreneur endeavors, man. How do we incorporate some of that stuff into, you know what I'm saying, the everyday life of the city today, man, and really start making some changes? Oh, I think it's really just, you know, putting together the meetings, the conversations, putting a lot of the the like-minded individuals into one room, uh, a Zoom call, but just really having the conversations amongst who's really into this and who's not mm-hmm. outside of the money. Yeah. Cause we know it's going to take money. We know it's going to, people got to get paid. We know da, 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 this is a time and all of this, you know, we got to, you know, raise funds for this and that and a plan of action. Yeah. 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 But we got to figure out who's in for helping change Memphis. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then put those individuals into one room and watch what happens. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? And then it, it, it becomes a plan of action. How are we going to execute? It's a lot of things to execute that really don't acquire too much time or money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's 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 figure out what that is and then put together some packages For sure. that we could present. Let's put together some proposals yeah, yeah, yeah. that we could take to the city and see if we can get the support yeah. that's needed. Mm-hmm. But I think we got a little homework to do to say, hey, these are some plans of action. These are some things that we can do. I think these are great ideas that will work and then present those ideas in front of the money. Yeah, yeah. Nah, man, I think that's some dope advice, man. Going back a little bit, man, to, um, you know what I'm saying, just your, your music genius, right? I'm curious, man, how do you stay so consistent? You know what I'm saying? What is that mindset? What were you studying? Like, who are the people that you look up to, man, that just really allow you to just bang out hit after hit after hit? Um, I think it's my dad, man. You know, 39 years being first chair. Yeah. Clarinet is, you know, that's something that everybody's trying to fight to get, you know what I'm saying? And everybody want to be number one, you know what I mean? And, you know... Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with number two or number three, but you know, number one pay the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know for what I'm sure. saying? But it's 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 also difficult to maintain. So just seeing what it took for him to maintain and the dedication, um, you know, always sharpening, you know, the tools and 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 you know, educating himself more and more and more on just how to be better. Yeah. I think I do that same thing just with production and, you know, uh different lessons or, you know, just keeping theory close to me, music appreciation. Like, yeah. it's crazy that we in the music business, but you don't know nothing about music appreciation. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like being a basketball player, but you don't understand fundamentals. Yeah. You know what I'm that's saying? Real, yeah. Like, you want to be a point guard, but you ain't got no handles. Yeah. You can do one move. That's why you get ripped all the time, fool. Mm, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's about, you know, really getting your handling together. Yeah. Dribbling with tennis balls. You know what I mean? Getting your eye-to-eye coordination together. You know, on and off the field, your character, your integrity. The things that you're willing to do, the things that yeah. you allow yourself to do already, I can see what type of, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and then we can ha ha, he, he, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, gee, man. But I already see what you own. So, yeah. there's certain people that you can't open up or even give that side or, you know what I mean? That's real. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's every, everything really about dissecting, you know what I mean? And then, you know, understanding, you know, your purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. well, like, you know, 
And man, I think that's 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 interesting too, man. Because I think when I listen to your story and do research, man, I think you understood your purpose, man, kind of early because, like you said, you've been around it. And I've even heard some of the stories you tell with some of the figures that you would come home and you would see some of these people in, in your home, man, because of, you know, your, your mom and her her classical training, am I correct? Mm-hmm. And then your dad, you know what I'm saying, in the orchestra side of things, man. Did you think that played a uh, instrumental role in kind of helping you navigate once you start getting around some of these superstars, man, and, and how to conduct yourself and keep your head level? I mean, you know, like I already, I had talent, you know what I mean? I, I had vision. My yeah. mom, like, in the business and accounting, so she, you know, math was my favorite subject. Okay. You know what I mean? And I honestly think, like, just the, one of the most important things I had that, that don't get enough credit is I had education, man. Okay. You know what I mean? That knowledge, these classes, like, just, you know, whether it was homeschooling through Pops or whether it was, you know, uh, you know, I went to Alsi. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Elementary. So, you know what I'm saying? Even in Allison, man, I had a Spanish teacher by the name of Miss Mosby. Man, she was everything to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just helping me learn a language early on, you know, another language and and, and just being able to open up your mind to like yeah. different things. I think that's so important to children and kids. And um I feel like that's 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 the number one plan of action is what can we do for the kids to make sure that they learn in math, English. And it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I did a, a quadratic quadratic formula rap for for extra credit uh, in tenth grade. I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For my <laughs> teacher Cordova. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, uh, I said x equals the opposite of b plus or minus the square root of b squared uh, minus four ac four ac all up over two a yeah, all up yeah. over two x. <laughs> equals the opposite of B plus or minus the square root of B squared minus 4AC, 4AC, all up over 2A, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and bam, like, bro, that's, it's the teacher still teaching that to wow. the class today. You know what I'm saying? I graduated high school 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So just to see, like, okay, man, anything I do is lasting, but yeah. it got to come from here. It got to come from the spirit. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's something I just passionately was like, I made the beat, rapped on it, yeah, yeah, put yeah. it on a cassette tape, turned it in for extra credit. I got 100 plus on the grade. You know what I'm saying? I graduated. You know what I mean? But to the, the biggest gift is to see the teacher still using it yeah, 23 yeah, yeah. years later. For sure, for it's sure. Like, that's 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 motivation. And you know, man, as I hear, you know what I'm saying, your story, the education side is one of the things, like you said, that does get looked over, man. But to even think about how music is produced today versus how you guys had to do it back then, like it was a whole lot more steps to it, right? So you really had to immerse yourself in the education to understand that, man. So I I think that's accurate to say that a lot of people do look over that part, but that was instrumental in helping you kind of, you know what I'm saying, navigate. Man, was you yeah, man. So once you think back, like over your whole body of work, right up to this point, man, what, what what feelings do you get, man? Is it one of those things of accomplishments, still hunger? What do you fall at, like, man? I'm still going after it. Like, where you at with it, man? One of my favorite games was uh, Sim City. Sim City, okay. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, just looking at what you didn't built. Yeah. You look at it and smile and be like. And then you always gonna see more. Like now, okay, I done built this city. Mm-hmm. Now I gotta I, I want skyscrapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying? I want taller buildings. Okay. I want more apartment complexes. I want more warehouses. You know what I mean? We might want a train to go yeah, through yeah, the yeah. city. 
You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's like just building up. Now we yeah, doing yeah. movies. Now we doing films. Doing sound scores. We doing Walmart commercials, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We doing live bands. Drummer Boy Live. Uh, man, off the porch. Uh, of uh, the front porch freestyles with with my boy Nucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He going crazy. Like, man, it's just so much stuff that's just fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Acting, writing books. I'm an author now. You know, it's a it's a blessing to just, you know, do things you love to do and be great at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? By as well as inspiring and motivating and enhancing and uplifting and 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 bringing positivity to anything that you encounter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that's dope. Oh, definitely uh, check out the website, okay. drummerboy.com. We're working on the documentary, Behind the Hits. Uh, most recent records we produced, Lil Baby, You Dig. We did uh, Kevin Gates, Do It Again. Okay. Go check out that video. Uh, my new single, Freak Something, featuring T-Rail and Juvenile. Go get that downloaded, man. Spin it, uh, share it. And do a TikTok for your boy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, sure, sir. man. Follow me on the gram at Fresh. D-R-U-M-M-A-B-O-Y Fresh. Man, look, Drama, I appreciate you coming through, man. I know this was a, you know what I'm saying, last minute thing. I know we uh can can talk, man, probably for hours about your extensive career, man, and get into like a lot of the game and stuff like that, man. But I think this is appropriate, you know what I'm saying, for kind of how things came together, man, to introduce my uh, audience to your story and just really, man, be inspired by a lot of the things that you worked on coming from such really a city that a lot of people say humble beginners, man, to really working with a lot of the people that you're working with, man. This is this has been profitable for me. I know it's going to be profitable for my audience, man. And as you continue to, you know what I'm saying, grow and change and expand, man, i love to get you back on the show, man. So Already. Can, you know what I'm saying? Keep you up. Keep my audience updated. Already, man. Shout out to everybody on the Show Your Grill tour. Uh, everybody who came through the city, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to A-Ball MJG. Shout out to Scotty ATL. Shout out to my artist, Spark Dog. On that road, killing it, man. The hood, Dennis. Hey, check him out, man. He got them grills, man. Sure. He got them grills. That's what's up. Man, Drummer, I appreciate you, man. I already appreciate you, yeah, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This your boy, Drummer Boy, a.k.a. D-Boy Fresh. And you tuned in right here with me on the Equity Tab, man. The fastest growing entrepreneurship out here. You hear me? Hey, yeah.